I once heard a story about an Ivy League professor facilitating a class on the topic of theology. He asked a question to the class that went something like this. About how much knowledge do you think that all of mankind possesses about the entire universe? The class talks amongst themselves for, for quite a few minutes, and then they report it back out to the professor. 15%. The professor said back to the students, Okay, I think that's a bit inflated, but we will go ahead and we will go with that. The professor then followed with this question. If mankind knows 15% of all there is to know in the universe, is it possible that God exists in the 85% which one does not know? How does one come to faith in God? Really, how does one come to faith in really anything? I think in order to answer these two questions, we first have to start with a good working definition of faith and what faith actually produces. According to the Bible, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 11, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So that is going to be our good working definition of, of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so what does faith produce? This is also important because faith is always followed by an action. Faith is never alone. If faith is not followed by an action, really what you have is an, a thought. So I want to give it just a very surface level example of this. So on my day of, of closing on my new home, uh, my realtor gave me a key. Now, although I had never seen this key work before, I had enough faith or a certain level of confidence uh, that the key that was given to me would work. So that produced an action. I drove up to my home. I actually took the key. I put it in the keyhole and then unlocked the, the door to my new house. I do like this other example that Jesus and I do talk about all the time. And if you're a pilot or someone who works in aerospace, I'm sure you're going to be able to follow, but perhaps it truly won't land as hard. But when I really step back and think about the amount of faith, belief, and confidence it takes for me to be able to step onto an aircraft, a vessel of metal that flies at an altitude of about 40,000 feet in the air, that's 10 miles up in the air, um, travels at a speed of 500 miles per hour. And to be honest with you, I really couldn't tell you the first thing about how planes really work. I, I know it has to do something with air and propellers, buttons in the cockpit, but outside of that, I really don't know too much about planes. So to me, um, putting your faith in something that you don't fully comprehend or understand is something that we do each and every day. So when I think about Jesus's resurrection, I can't tell you the mechanics, the physics, all the why behind how Jesus is, is going to be raised from the dead or the mechanics or physics of how he is going to resurrect me after my last breath. I guess what I'm saying is, is that I don't have to know everything about anything to do something. And I think this is really important because I think for, for a lot of people, 
um, they have a hard time coming to faith. And everybody has their obstacles and their barriers as to why why that occurs. And I think oftentimes what I bump into the most, especially in today's culture, is um, I think people have a hard time um, wanting to put their faith in a God that they disagree with. There are things in God's word that really challenge um, today's, today's culture. And my response to that is um, I, I take and I, and I talk to people about uh, their parents and I ask them, um, do you agree with everything that your mother has ever said to you? And everybody always shakes their head and says, absolutely not. And then I respond, does that make them any less your mom? Does that change that, that, that they are your mom? And they say no. And I say that's the same thing with God. You may not agree with everything that God says, but it still makes him no less God. And if you have to come into agreement with everything that God says in order to put your faith in him, you may be missing out, or you not may be missing out, you are missing out on the greatest gift that has ever been given to mankind, which is eternal life, reconnection with God, reconciliation, relationship with the creator of the, of the heavens, the universe, all of mankind. And although I can't tell you, um, and I wasn't there when Jesus was resurrected, I do know that because I put my faith in Jesus and I'm now reconnected with God, that his presence in my life, I cannot deny that reality. And if we, and if we go back to, to what I was saying before, that I don't have to know everything about anything to do something. The reality is, just like the plane, at some point when I was a little girl, I stepped inside an aircraft. And probably it was because somebody I trusted led me down the jetway so that I could get to that entrance of the plane and then ultimately I stepped into it. And I think that's oftentimes how a lot of us come to come to know Jesus. It's through his kids. That is my prayer for somebody who hasn't put their faith in Jesus fully. Is that somebody comes across your path. And when you look at them, you don't have it all figured out. You can't quite put your finger on it. But there's something inside of you that says, this person knows God. And sometimes that looks like when you're in a time of need, you go to somebody and say, hey, can you pray for me? What you're really saying is, is I believe you have a relationship with God. And I believe that you can intercede for me on, on my behalf or pray with me or for me. But really the gift, one of the many gifts that Jesus accomplished for us on the cross is that Yes, we can have other people pray for us, and God wants us to do that, but really, you can come to God personally. 
through Jesus. So I do hope that someday, whether it's a personal encounter with Christ and you end up putting your faith in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or I also pray that somebody comes along your path and instead of dismissing what you may be reckoning, I would hope that you would maybe take a pause and say, maybe this person knows somebody that I need to know too. And you might accept Jesus's free gift of salvation. Put your faith in him. And just like the plane, um, where I eventually stepped into that plane at some point, step inside the ultimate vessel, the ark, which is Christ. And allow him to carry us through all of life's storms, clear skies, until he arrives us at our final destination, which is on the other side of eternity forever with God.